Hi, everyone. This is Dyer from Northwest Nerd, and what you are listening to right now is the start of something a little bit different. Northwest Nerd has partnered with the Renton City Comic Con to produce a mini-series about this startup that is Rencon. That's what most people call it. It's going to be five episodes talking about what it takes, who it takes, to organize an event like this, planning content and cosplay contest, and certain little twists that Rencon is taking to try to make their event stand out. Now, if you thought the features that we usually do on Northwest Nerd are a deep dive, then grab some air tanks. We are going to go a lot deeper. So just to dive right in, I'm just going to address an elephant in the room. It's this big question that a lot of people have been asking. You see, Renton City Comic Con's third convention, which is this year, it's going to be September 15th and 16th at Hotel Interurban in Tequila. Yeah, so a lot of people have been asking why Rencon left its namesake city to go over the border next door into Tequila. And there is a short answer and there is a long answer. But when I tell people why, I like to talk about Kevin Bacon. I've got to say, I've heard this story before. This is a story about a high school kid in the 80s. He had to move from the big city of Chicago to this all-American small town. It's called Beaumont. And all he wanted to do was dance. Of course, this small town didn't allow dancing. In fact, they banned it. It didn't fit into their image of what they wanted their community to be about, their identity. So this guy, and I'm talking about Kevin Bacon here, at least his character from the movie Footloose, whose name, by the way, was Wren, he went against the grain. He wanted to organize a celebration, a prom, but the town leaders, they were not on board. They just didn't get it. Now, I'm sorry if I'm ruining the movie Footloose for you here, but in my defense, you have had more than 30 years to watch it. In the end, Wren gets his celebration. And you know what his solution was? Wren went just over the border into the next town. And that is where they had their dance. Now, when you think about it, that's what Renton City Comic Con wants to do. As great as it sounds to have a convention about Kevin Bacon, Wren, and Footloose, Rencon is actually a celebration of pop culture and the community that surrounds Renton. It's steeped in fandom. So that, in a nutshell, is why Renton City Comic Con is going to Tequila this year. There is a much longer and perhaps more fair explanation. It involves two main factors, funding and local community politics. We are going to take a look at both right now. Well, you know, Renton's a blue-collar town. You know, it's... It's the Boeing guys, and uh, you know, it's it's just a World War II coal mining town. This is Ben Andrews. He is one out of three founders of the Renton City Comic Con. I'll be completely honest. I love this community because there's some fantastic people here, but it's also not the most progressive community in the Northwest. It's starting to embrace it, but it's also embracing it pretty rapidly, and that's scary. It's always going to be scary to some people. And do you think maybe a bunch of folks coming in in cosplay and talking about, I don't know, everything from Thor to Black Panther is, is a little bit maybe out there for a lot of folks? I, I would say if you were to look at the core constituency, the, the 20,000 people that are third generation Renton 
you know, born and raised. Uh, yes. Hell yes. It's a little out there for him. For the unfamiliar, Renton is a city just south of Seattle. It's actually the fourth largest in King County by population. Boeing is there. The Seahawks practice in town. And Ben is this local guy in Renton. He's got a few connections. He's involved in the film community and the local chamber of commerce. A couple years back, for one reason or another, he got to thinking, what about a Renton City Comic-Con? And then I met this guy named Emilio. He's connected to all the vendors. And then I know this guy named Brian. He's connected to all the cosplayers. I'll bet you if they put the three of us together, we could do something really cool, like a convention. They are the three founders of Rencon. The very first Renton City Comic Con was in 2016. It was held at the local Red Line Hotel. About 1,500 people showed up for that event, which is pretty decent for a startup. That number nearly doubled in 2017 when the convention took over downtown Renton. It grew to about 2,800 people that time. Just for a little bit of a comparison here, the very first Emerald City Comic Con back in 2003 had about 2,500 people show up. The second had about 3,000 people show up. Now, to do this successfully, to pull this off, it comes with a price tag. Have you ever thought about how much it costs to actually throw a Comic-Con? Every event is different, but it can be anywhere from tens of thousands of dollars to hundreds of thousands of dollars. And Rencon has approached this hurdle in its own unique way by seeking support from local organizations, businesses, even the city itself. In year one, we were able to do Rencon for about $80,000, right? Year two, while it doubled, we needed to save money on all fronts, so we called in every favor possible. And we did year two for about 50000 So... Our budget for year three is now over 100000 because we're a small convention. We're getting there, but we're not getting the big bites. You know, we don't have guys coming in and going, hey, we're the bank, here's $10,000. we are Boeing, here's $15,000. we are not there yet. We have to patch this together with a network. A big piece of that patchwork funding is LTAC. Lodging Tax Advisory Committee. And trust me, it sounds bureaucratic and processy, and, well, that's because it is, but it's not as boring as it sounds. And to explain this, we're going to turn to Preeti Shridhar. She is a spokesperson for Renton, and she's on the city's Lodging Tax Advisory Committee. In its simplest form, lodging tax is a tax that is imposed on uh, when people stay in hotels, and the use of that tax is to foster greater tourism and additional heads and beds, as the term is often used. Every city manages it differently. But basically, if you've got an event like a fair or a dog show or a Comic-Con, you can apply for some money to put it on. Now, I have reported in a few small towns around Puget Sound, and I've got to say... When LTAC time comes around, this is a very big deal. There is never enough money for everybody. It's like this competitive game show. Some people walk away with money for their event, and others just get rejected by the judges. In this case, that's the Lodging Tax Advisory Committee. Rencon got some LTAC money in 2017, so 
They applied in 2018, fully expecting to be approved. The LTAC is very, very key. It all happened in a very bad, frustrating, ugly way. We didn't know we were going to get our fun, not get our funding for a long time. And then we were kind of completely shocked when it happened. For us, one of our strong criteria was to look at the heads and beds. But it's always also looking at how many of those would translate into the numbers of people who would, you know, stay in the hotels here at a time where the vacancy rates were low. In the process of, of doing this convention for the two years, I should have been collecting all the specific technical data that I needed to prove that we deserved LTAC funding. We dropped the ball on our side and didn't document it correctly. If, if we would have done it properly, we would have gone to all the hotels in rent and all seven of them got our, our codes, asked them to track specifically and ask people those days if they come in, you know, are you with the convention? If we would have done our side properly, we would have known how many heads we put in beds. Yeah, I would say that that's more than half the reason we didn't get funded. Ben says Rencon applied for $30,000, and that was denied. It was a big ask. It was a complex ask, um, but it was a hard decision to make. The city of Renton got 15 applications for events in 2018. If you add all of them up, they come to nearly $674,000. The city only had about $275,000 of this lodging tax money. Now... 75000 was set aside for community marketing. The Chamber of Commerce got the biggest pie this year. It was $100,000 for tourism. There was 4000 provided for a downtown wine walk. 25000 for a multicultural festival. You get the idea. But it's not just about heads and beds. It could be said that there is another issue here. Renton, like all communities, can have some pretty tense local politics. There's grudges and people that are, you know, are offended because so-and-so said something. And I, I will admit my guilt. Like, I've been out in my community at my bars having fun with my friends and the conversation comes up and I will say my opinion. So if I come along and flap in my mouth about how we need change, we need new city council members, we need a new mayor, you know, we need progressiveness. I'm flapping my mouth off and of course they're going to be offended, right? Like, yeah. if you're that city council member, if you're that mayor, I have just discounted all the great things that you've done for the community. At the end of the day, we're all serving our community, but maybe we just learn to, to do it more peacefully. And I think this convention is in the middle of everything I just said. Right now, Renton is really uh, struggling to find its next identity. Speaking of town identity, just for a minute, take a detour with me. Just walk through downtown along 3rd Street. Now, it's still got that hometown vibe, 100-year-old brick buildings, small shops. If you start at the east end, you can pick up a coffee at this pretty hip cafe. It's next to an antique shop. Not far from that is a used video game and record store. Pick up some NES games, Billy Idol records. That store shares a wall with an 8-bit arcade, classic video games, pinball machines, and beer. On the following block, there is an independent comic book shop, 
an event space where Rencon has actually used, as well as retro video game conventions. And then a pizza shop where the pizza logo in the window is actually in the shape of a Star Trek insignia. This is a pretty geeky stretch for a small downtown core. And oh yeah, by the way, not too far off, also in Renton is the headquarters for Wizards of the Coast, the company behind Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering. It is not too far of a leap to see how a pop culture convention would naturally evolve in this environment. Yet I've come across a criticism that maybe there's just some folks in Renton who just don't get it. What is your response when you hear that kind of criticism that maybe Renton just doesn't get this? Renton has been changing drastically and very fast. You know, there's Comic-Con, which is definitely a reflection of the young, the new, the, you know, the whole different uh, look of Renton. And there's uh, the Multicultural Festival, which has given a whole different uh, cultural approach, the art scene in Renton. So I think to say that, uh, you know, Renton is the same as it was, it's not. Are some people seeing that difference and noticing that it's not the same? Yes. Is everybody embracing it? Hopefully. Are, they, are some people taking a little bit more time? Maybe. I wouldn't say they don't get it. I would say that they've got a lot on their plate. And they're dealing with issues in neighborhoods with homelessness and school district problems. And this fails to make their radar of importance. You, you do have community members trying to organize this considerable event. And there does seem to be a little bit of a lack of support there. I mean, whether you want to put a number on it and call it LTAC funding. Oh, yeah. No, it's totally a lack of support. After funding fell through with the city, one of the buildings that Rencon relied upon in the past wasn't available this time around. By now, it's early 2018, and this could have been the end of the story right there. Turns out, however, it was the start of the next chapter for Rencon. He was... This buddy that I had played basketball years ago, and we're all talking about, you know, our cities, and he he rings out this poll, and he goes, there's one thing that we know about the citizens and the people that come to Tequila and South Center. The baby boomers hate the mall, and the millennials just love the crap out of it. And I laughed, and I said, well, you know what? I have an event that is completely millennial-focused, and my baby boomers hate the crap out of it. And so we were just laughing about it. And he goes, well, you should bring you should bring Rencon over to Tequila. And then I laughed and I said, yeah, we can call it Rentacon. And then just from a joke, he goes, I'll bet you I could get you LTAC funds. So that basketball buddy was Brandon Miles, who works at the city of Tequila. So, you know, city of Tequila, we're just south of the city of Seattle. Uh, we're home to the largest uh, mall in the Pacific Northwest, uh, the uh, Westwood South Center. We're also home to the Museum of Flight. Um, and Tequila is also uh, one of the most diverse uh, communities in the country, something that we're very proud of. Not only was Tequila interested in Rencon, the Seattle Southside Regional Tourism Authority also took notice. 
The city of Tequila and uh, the RTA both threw in 10000 It wasn't just funding, though. There was other support. In the lead-up to the event, they were provided a storefront in the South Center Mall. It was great promotion with booths and cosplay examples. It was like a mini-convention as a preview. The giant electronic display in South Center Mall regularly showed an advertisement for Rencon in front of a lot of people. Tequila embraced Rencon. Uh, you know, we really want to be a family-friendly ac- uh, destination. Uh, we want to be an inclusive community. Um, and then uh, we want to be a place that when people go back, they talk about how fun it was to go to Tukwila. And so those are um, kind of what we build our brand around, and, and Rencon completely fits within that brand. Tukwila has guidelines for its LTAC grants as well. One is the heads in beds, just like Renton. Second is um, what we call feet on the streets. These are our day visitors. And third is branding. So Rencon, over the last two years, uh, they have continued to grow their uh, admission. So uh, we just thought that there was a great opportunity to really kind of expand Tequila's brand and also bring a lot of people into the city. It's fair to say that the dynamics in Tequila are just different than in Renton. Now, remember how Renton gets $275,000 in their lodging taxes each year? Tequila is near an airport. It's got a lot of hotels. It gets nearly $800,000 worth of this tax to dish out. It is a destination town. There's only about 20,000 people that live in Tequila. But every day, that population swells to more than 150,000 visitors and shoppers. You take all that, you put it together, and what you get is a lot of lodging tax dollars. Tequila wanted to spend them on Rencon. And just like that, just like Kevin Bacon, who took his dance just beyond the border of Beaumont, Rencon is going to Tequila. It's not all easy going from here on out. They still actually have to pull this off. Ben says if they can, there's likely going to be a lot more funding on the table next year, which is going to bring up a whole other range of questions and decisions that these founders are going to have to make. This year, I think that this year it's in Tequila and hope it's successful. And, you know, my goal is for it to be successful and for them to apply and come, you know, come back to Renton. Uh, we built this in Renton. We love Renton. We love the community. And even if we have to go away for a year, worst case scenario, two years, to prove that it belongs in Renton, then that's what we'll do. And for a year, we had to go where we were funded. The future of Rencon is still being decided. Right now, organizers are focused on 2018, but 2019 is just around the corner. There's a lot of talk about becoming a more regional event, pulling in all the South Seattle communities. Or could stick to its roots, take over downtown Renton once again. But first, Rencon hopes to prove something. My target is the con curious, not even the 100,000 that go to Emerald City Comic Con. My target is the people that have always thought about going to Emerald City Comic Con, but guess what? They're not going to pay 100 bucks, and they're not going to pay 50 bucks for parking, and they're not going to stand shoulder to shoulder to 100,000 people. They're just not going to do it. And I believe that I have between 10 and 20,000 of those people between Tequila, Renton, Auburn, Kent, Burien, and SeaTac. I'm going to find out real soon whether I'm right or wrong. 
A special thank you to Preeti Sridhar, Ben Andrews, and Brandon Miles. Music in that feature was by Kevin McLeod and Epistrephian. Okay, that is the first in a special miniseries, a partnership between Renton City Comic Con and Northwest Nerd. Again, this convention is September 15th and 16th at Hotel Interurban in Tequila. It's going to be a pretty great weekend. And stay tuned. We have more episodes coming up. Little bit of a Northwest Nerd format. We have a couple features and a couple roundtables. We're going to talk about content creation and managing everything from booths to celebrities. And we haven't even touched cosplay yet. We hope you enjoy it. And we will see you at RenCon.